coming up on 5-Minute News. Vladimir Putin suspends START nuclear pact. Seattle is the first city to ban caste discrimination. And EPA takes over the East Palestine derailment. It's Wednesday, February 22. I'm Anthony Davis. Vladimir Putin suspended Moscow's participation in the last remaining nuclear arms control pact with the United States, announcing the move yesterday in a bitter speech in which he made clear he would not change his strategy in the war in Ukraine. Putin emphasized, however, that Russia isn't withdrawing from the pact yet, and hours after his address, the foreign ministry said Moscow would respect the treaty's caps on nuclear weapons. It also said Russia would continue to exchange information about test launches of ballistic missiles per earlier agreements with the United States. In his long-delayed State of the Nation address, Putin cast his country and Ukraine as victims of Western double-dealing and said it was Russia, not Ukraine, fighting for its very existence. The speech reiterated a litany of grievances he has frequently offered as justification for the widely condemned military campaign while vowing no military let-up. Along with limits on the number of nuclear weapons, the 2010 New START envisages broad inspections of nuclear sites. Putin said Russia should stand ready to resume nuclear weapons tests if the US does so, a move that would end a global ban on such tests in place since the Cold War era. UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres responded by calling for Russia and the United States to return to dialogue immediately, because a world without nuclear arms control is a far more dangerous and unstable one. US Secretary of State Antony Blinken described Moscow's decision to suspend participation in the treaty as really unfortunate and very irresponsible. The Seattle City Council on Tuesday added caste to the city's anti-discrimination laws, becoming the first U.S. city to specifically ban caste discrimination. Calls to outlaw discrimination based on caste, a division of people based on birth or descent, have grown louder among South Asian diaspora communities in the United States. But the movement is getting pushback from some Hindu Americans, who argue that such legislation maligns a specific community. Proponents of the ordinance that was approved by a 6-to-1 vote on Tuesday say caste discrimination crosses national and religious boundaries, and that without such laws, those facing caste discrimination in the US will have no protections. The ordinance is a contentious issue, especially among the nation's South Asian diaspora. Supporters argue it is needed because caste is not covered under existing civil rights protections. Groups opposing the measure say it will malign a community that is already the target of prejudice. The origins of the caste system in India can be traced back 3,000 years as a social hierarchy based on one's occupation and birth. It is a system that has evolved over the centuries under Muslim and British rule. The suffering of those who are at the bottom of the caste pyramid, known as Dalits, has continued. 
Caste discrimination has been prohibited in India since 1948, a year after the nation's independence from British rule. Opposition to the ordinance came from groups such as the Hindu American Foundation and the Coalition of Hindus of North America, who say it unnecessarily singles out a community already vulnerable to discrimination in the US. The Environmental Protection Agency announced yesterday that it would take control of the cleanup of a Norfolk Southern train derailment in Ohio earlier this month that released hazardous chemicals into the environment. Crews are still working to respond to the freight disaster in East Palestine, as community members worry about possible adverse health effects from the toxic materials released when dozens of cars derailed after a likely mechanical failure. Under the legally binding order, Norfolk Southern must identify and clean up contaminated soil and water resources, pay for the costs of work performed by the EPA, and reimburse the agency for additional cleaning services offered to residents and businesses. The agency's move comes as the emergency response effort has now morphed into an environmental cleanup that is the responsibility of the railroad, EPA Administrator Michael Regan said during a Tuesday press conference. The company will also have to attend and participate in public meetings requested by the EPA, he said. If Norfolk Southern fails to act, the EPA can do the work itself and recoup triple the cost of any remediation efforts. The company has committed more than $6 million to date in East Palestine, it said, including $3.8 million in direct financial assistance to families impacted by the accident. Northern Southern also vowed to work with regulators and elected officials to improve railroad safety in light of the crash. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate, and review online at 5-Minute.News. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health, and climate, delivering independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily. Hello everyone, my name is Tom Kearns and I host the Anglo-Saxon England podcast, where I cover the history and culture of England from the departure of the Romans in the 5th century to the Norman Conquest in 1066. So far we've surveyed the collapse of Roman rule in Britain, the migration of the Anglo-Saxons and the history of Northumbria from its beginnings in the mists of legend to its destruction at the hands of Viking raiders in the 9th century. I hope you'll come and give it a go.